3: Hey, DJs, let's talk about OddsJam. Developed by Stanford engineers, OddsJam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every day single time they have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk-free bets i said it risk-free bets profits average three percent every day which adds up to big earnings there's no catch just the smartest betting software on the market beat the
1: book every time with odds jam
0: absolute sports betting degeneracy
1: Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, we know everything about the NFL.
3: We know nothing about the NFL. I knew it was one of those. It's absolutely nothing. For those of you who think you know something about the NFL, then (laughs) everything you know is wrong. Um, Great, great Monday night football matchup. Uh, Lots to talk about and digest there, but uh, let's introduce the other guy.
1: Sex Panther. What's up, man?
3: Last night was just the culmination of... What could have been a
2: perfect weekend, <laughs> fucking Cardinal. I was perfect Thursday night, Sunday night, and then the fucking Cardinals shit the bed. So, yeah, back to back to knowing nothing about football.
1: <laughs> you had you had a good run. You had like you know, three, four days where you knew everything, and then now it's nothing. Yeah, knew everything. Well, actually, I listen in, in complete
2: transparency i just can't get on the rams bandwagon i just can't get there
3: and i, should I, wonder, wonder, why, huh? I wonder why why <laughs> that is Panther? i wonder why you just can't get on the rams bandwagon Once not you become a giants fan i can fade
1: down or something <laughs> how I'll about the a notre dame fan oh yeah well okay we, yeah. <laughs> how about the game though i mean man was it the rams looking good was it the Cardinals shit in the bed max what are your thoughts on that one I I think a little from column A,
3: a little from column B. Listen, I I, I think, and you said this on Twitter, the Rams aren't as bad as people think they are, and the Cardinals aren't as good as they think they are. If you you listen to the Sunday episode, I was talking about teams that I trust in the NFL, and my my teams that I trust are two right now, and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I think are the best team by far in football, easily the best team in football, and then the Patriots as the second team that I trust in the NFL – and then there's a drop off. And, you know, Maxie had asked me, he's like, well, what do you think about the Cardinals? I was like, I guess they're kind of like a 2B, but they've got some home issues. They they, they travel well. That That's great for them. But it looks like they're probably going to get a home playoff game in, the, in that first round. They got to get their their shit in order at home. It's it's really, really crazy to see how they struggle at home. And now, of course, you you always like think it was like, is this a COVID error rule or is this a rule to stay? But you got to remember there's seven teams now that make the playoffs in each conference, right? So only one team gets a bye mm. uh, from each conference. The Cardinals just, that loss probably knocked them out. And it, it's looking like between Green Bay and Tampa right now, to try to get that one seed and that buy in the first round. So I think it was a big loss for the Cardinals and Panther said it was a must win for the Rams. And it kind of was because if they want any chance of trying to win the West, they had to win that one. So a uh, good, good win by the Rams. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I
2: the, the Rams, are just I, I really can't get it out. It's the Rams. You know, they went on that three game losing streak where Stafford was throwing pick sixes all over the place. And so they got right last week and a very, gravy bye week type game. So this was a big game for them. And look, they they showed up. This is the team that we saw at the beginning of the season. Um, you, You know, you're right about the Cardinals. They find ways to get into close games. They're probably not as good as their record. But the thing that stood out to me the most about the Cardinals is they made no real attempt to run the ball. And I know running backs don't matter, but the running game does. And outside of Kyler Murray getting outside the pocket and him getting his yards, the running game got nothing established. And that caused Kyler Murray to throw the ball almost 50 times. That's not a recipe for success. I I still think the Cardinals are better than they showed. I don't know that they're necessarily better than the Rams. I don't think the Rams are better than the Cardinals. Two equally matched uh, teams, but the Cardinals didn't do themselves any favors last night.
1: No, they they really didn't. What do we make of this Cardinals lack of home field advantage? Is it just because the conditions are always so goddamn nice in in Arizona? <laughs> I, I, uh, really?
3: I, I make nothing of this. I have no idea. Maybe yeah. they, they, they're they too relaxed. They're too complacent. Maybe that's it. Maybe they, they like that pressure. Maybe they like being on the road and having the antagonism of that. Maybe that's what kind of excites them and gets them going. I think they're a very, very good fucking football team. And I'm not going to discount them and just say, oh, my God, the Rams beat them. And that's it for them. I, I think it actually – was a good thing that they lost because if they beat the Rams twice in regular season, you know that doesn't bode well if they face off in the playoffs. So right. i think been getting this loss for them was actually a good thing. Uh, it's 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 amazing though is to, to think of like the Rams. Um, they did run the ball, and I think they have success when they try to run the ball and establish the run. Sonny Michelle had a pretty good game, seventy nine yards. They didn't even have the Henderson out there who's been uh, banged up. So when they run the ball or try to establish the run, I've been saying it all season, this broken fucking broken record time is Stafford can do the play action. When he does the play action, he hits Cooper cup. And if he hits Cooper cup, it's magical. And for all the shit that they've been talking about, about OBJ joining this team, three weeks, three touchdowns. He's happy. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> OBJ is getting into the end zone. He's happy. Van Jefferson had an unbelievable fucking play. Uh, I, I think if, if this is the team that we see from the Rams, Week in, week out. The, the defense set the tone. Uh, I think uh, uh, Aaron Donald, I think he had two sacks uh, to do that. If they can play like this, this, this is the team that I think can compete for a Super Bowl. But uh, to Panthers' point is we haven't seen that team consistently this year, right? right. I mean, we, we, we've, we've gone through lulls where it's like, who the fuck are these imposters on the field? The team we saw last night can compete for a Super Bowl. Whether they can do that from here on out, that's the big question mark with this team. Well, and their ability
2: to take uh, DeAndre Hopkins essentially out of the equation. He was, he was basically a non-factor with five receptions. A.J. Green stepped up for the Cardinals. But look, if they can go against, okay, so you're looking at the seating here, Green Bay, if they can take out Devontae Adams, that's a big thing. If they go against Tampa Bay, they can take out, well, it's kind of hard. They got three really good uh, wide receivers. Um, same thing with Dallas. You take out Amari Cooper. Like if they can neutralize the go-to guy, that gives them a real um, competitive advantage that other defenses really haven't been able to do is take a number
3: one wide out out of the equation like the Rams did last night with Hopkins. And to that point, they did not have Jalen Ramsey last night. So I I think that was the big sign for me. I was telling uh you guys in the pre-show is they announced that Tyler Higbee was out, they announced that Jalen Ramsey was out. That fucking line was glued. Vegas was like, We're cool. We're not <laughs> adjusting. We're fine. Keep betting. Go ahead. Keep betting the Cardinals. We're fine. So that was my first like reaction was like, Oh shit, man. Maybe the Rams have a chance. Here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's to, to your point, Max. If they can establish the run, if they can build off that and use the play action, it seems to me that the Rams have a plan. And if the, if things don't go according to plan, that's when they always seem to get into trouble. The adjustments or the improvisation needed in some games, I I, I just don't know if I have a lot of confidence in the Rams to do that.
3: Well, I used to I used to make the joke that it was GoffBot, right? Like it was right. just like I am Jared Goff, and I am going to do as I am programmed. But I almost think it's McVeigh bot in many ways. I think if if McVay's like game plan gets fucking just shit on, he's just like, uh, oh, fuck. What do I do? Uh, you know. And I think that's what's going to set him apart from some of the great coaches. Like he's he's a very very good coach. I love Sean McVay. But to get to that great standard, you got to be like Bill Belichick, who we can just look at the first play of the game and is like, nope, fucking throw this out. <laughs> We're doing something completely different for the rest of the fucking game. That's it.
1: Oh, good stuff. Hey, do you want to see, see a little botched referee job last night?
3: I love great referees. You know, uh, umpires, referees, they're, they're fantastic. I love when they do the right thing. Let's see this. We
1: know Panther loves referees, too. I don't have the whole play. I just have the slow-mo here. A little bit of face mask? Uh, the, the official can't see that. All right. To set that up, it was uh th- it was third and goal, and it was uh third and goal in the fourth quarter. That, so the Rams had to kick a field goal because the referees missed that face mask.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a handful of fucking face masks. Yeah. <laughs> that was full fucking face mask right there. I've seen some I've seen some weird face mask calls called, right? I've seen like you know, kind of like grabbing like the the chin strap or grabbing like the collar near. And I've seen those called for face masks this Mm. season. That was full on like hand, almost poking his goddamn eye. How is that (laughs) not a fucking
1: call? Panther.
2: You know, the tough one for me is the the quarterback's in the pocket. He's back there. You got all this going on. The referee essentially has one job. That's the quarterback. Right. The um, the umpire, the sideline, all those guys are taking care of the line, the holding, all that shit. The referee has one job. Like, what the fuck were you looking at? Hey. Like, I've seen face masks that are, you know, grazed it or things. But he turned his head all the way around. That's kind of inexcusable. But we've been dealing with shitty officiating since well forever really but it, it's been bad for the last several years I'm go-
3: yeah, go i was gonna say i'm gonna say this and and I'm, I'm gonna take some shit for this but i'm gonna here's here's my fucking crazy opinion here is i want to get rid of replay just do, completely get rid of replay sounds familiar and, and instead of having these fucking jokers on the sidelines just have them in front of fucking all of the cameras <laughs> like seriously just just have them in front of computer screens where you can see every goddamn angle and every fucking play and then maybe they can make the right goddamn call because replay doesn't get it right maybe if they're watching a tv screen Like we are at home, we can see the fucking plays better than they can see on the sidelines.
1: I was desperately looking for McVeigh screaming. They had a nice, beautiful slow mo of McVeigh screaming face mask. (laughs)
2: I can't remember the guy's name. We need that defensive coordinator for the Patriots that makes all them fucking faces. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> Belichick,
1: Belichick's brother. Yeah. Oh, little baby Belichick. Yeah, it's baby Belichick. Good stuff. I don't know if the refs are aware, but Stafford doesn't play for the Lions anymore. You're allowed to make calls. Stafford's not playing. He's not the, the Lions aren't playing the Packers, and you don't throw flags on the Lions. He, he's actually on a winning team now. You're supposed to give them the calls
3: <laughs> oh christ man should we do it get to work what, what else are we gonna do we, get, we can we talk about uh you want talk about something else or you want to get to work we can talk, about else. We can talk about something else. you got a little something you got a little something yeah, okay I didn't, know you want, something. I
1: didn't know you wanted it. i'm, I'm clicking reopen close tabs real quick real no quick. We, we we can do it i think we
3: got some time yeah
1: okay i
3: was waiting for it to so leave. to set this up <laughs> i believe we're going to talk about uh the greatest coach in the nfl right now uh a man who is uh, – he sets the tone for how the future of NFL coaching is going to be, and that is one Urban Meyer, a man who preaches family values, team. Well, apparently, according to uh, someone from his team, it's been anything but that since the start of training camp. He's a phony and a hypocrite. We know who he is. Now, of course, the owner – Of the Jaguars says we're not going to rush to anything here, but in the same sense, he's 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 eyeing up who the fuck is available, who the fuck can I bring in for this goddamn mess? Tom Coughlin, can I bring you back? Can you come back at this point?
2: You know, at this point, or not only is Urban Meyer out of Jacksonville, he might be done coaching. I don't even, how, how could you as an athletic director at a university, bring this guy in after everything that's happened this year, you know, he he's had the little red flags at Ohio state, the the hiccups at Florida towards the end of his tenure. And now he didn't even make it through one year in Jacksonville. He has burnt some serious bridges for a guy that's been nothing but successful. Um, th- he is the poster child of what you don't want in a head coach. I, I was a huge Urban Meyer fan, you know, watching him come from the mid majors, you know, go to Utah, go to Florida and just just all he does is win. But man, I- I'm starting to wonder if this guy's got some dementia or something going <laughs> on because his-, his actions are not. Uh, of a you know sixty year old man, what he's doing out here—it's it's, it's uh, unbelievable what's going on with this guy.
1: Panther, you hit the nail on the head. I'm starting to question how the fuck Urban Meyer actually was successful in college if this is how he's going to act.
2: Well, I think in college it works because he can boss the kids around. He can, he comes to the NFL, and that, that's a big difference. You come to the NFL, and it's man talking to man. Like, you just can't scream down at these athletes and talk down. They fucking make more money than you do. Right. So, you know, I I think he just has an, an um, authority complex where he has to be in charge of everything. He's talking down to his assistants, calling them losers, talking down to the players. Trevor Lawrence, God bless him, stood up and was like, listen, James Robinson is our guy. We need him on the field. Like they're starting to stand up to him, but um, yeah, I'm I
3: mean, listen. I could be a junior college. I would not touch Urban Meyer. you know, you know it's funny. Is is um, I see a lot of parallels between being a head coach in college and being like a producer of a Hollywood film because <laughs> you can basically get the kids do whatever you want out on the field with the say, hey, I know people in the NFL. I mean, why do you think people play so goddamn hard for Nick Saban? Right. Is he can get them fuck, like he can guarantee that they're going to get drafted in the NFL. And, and that kind of power is fucking huge to have as a coach. So you look at someone like Urban Meyer, who's like, listen, you play for my program. We're a big program. We have money, blah, blah, blah. blah. I know people in the NFL. I'll, I'll, I'll help you get drafted. Of course, they're going to fucking listen to this bully. And that's what he is. He's a goddamn bully. But once you're in the NFL, what are you going to do? It's like, wait a minute, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a fucking talented player. I'm James Robinson. You, you you're going to cut me. Oh, fine. I'll fucking sign with Tampa Bay and win a fucking Super Bowl. Boo-hoo. Right, right. <laughs> you know, fuck that.
1: you got to convince these p- professionals, these grown men, to sacrifice their bodies for you to, to maybe shorten their careers on some place.
3: Exactly. Exactly. you got, you got no leverage whatsoever. I mean, and the, the, the way that Belichick does it, and Belichick's not, like, the nicest of fucking guys, but, I mean, he's not, like, a goddamn bully. Like, he's, he's, he's not going to, like, you know, <laughs> he's not going to try to fucking put you around physically. Right right his brother might, but he
1: might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but belichick well, here- oh go ahead go, panther go
3: no i was just saying here's the thing about the jacksonville
2: franchise though it's a great location right you're down in florida you get the weather um they've got talent on the team so you know con is the owner con is trying to do everything he can to turn this into a winning franchise you're in a you know mediocre division with indianapolis houston and tennessee um they just get the right guy in there i think he thought hey we're gonna take a shot here with a guy like urban meyer he's been nothing but successful and it just has not worked out um i don't know who they're gonna get but whoever they get probably john gruden would be an improvement over urban meyer <laughs>
1: all right we're done talking about that panther one last thing to talk about you had a stat real quick real quick what was your stat Oh, the stat
2: was, it kind of shocked me, but Jonathan Taylor has as many touchdowns by himself as the entire New York Giants football team.
1: Fantastic. Unbelievable.
2: Unbelievable.
3: All right, Max, take a breather. Let's talk about Moonbet. Have you ever wanted to own a piece of a sportsman casino this past weekend? The casino owned Panther, but he also owns the casino because Moonbet has given him the opportunity because he has some Mbet crypto tokens and you can be like Panther. Head over to bitforex.com, join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org or use the link in our description so that they know that you're a true d eclipse the competition, make some money with Moonbet.
0: The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what Hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at HeftyRenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Three NBA games today. What do you got?
3: Uh, apparently Panthers betting them all, right? Betting them all, the, all. betting bet them all type thing. I I only have one and is the uh, it's the last one on the board. So let's uh let's look at the uh Phoenix Suns heading to Portland. Um big question marks in this game. Uh, just the huge question marks. Who who the fucks playing? The Suns, they lost to the Clippers last night because they were out without Booker, they didn't have Ayton. In fact, they only had 10 players to put on the court last night. <laughs> And for Portland, I don't know if you guys, like, I, I didn't even realize this, but CJ McCollum has a collapsed lung and he's out for the foreseeable future at this point. So that's a huge blow to Portland. A uh, Portland team that is 10 to 5 at home, but riding a five game losing streak. And that's four home losses in a row as well. The Suns on the season have been a very good road team. And part of that is because their shooting is, is not much worse on the road than it is at home. They, they can keep that hot shooting. The main thing is their defense. If Aiton plays, the the disparity between how they play defense and how Portland plays defense would be insane, and I think that's what gets it done today. A ten dollars money line bet on the Suns. I do believe Aiton plays tonight.
2: Well, even with or without Aiton, the Blazers' offense has been putrid. Three of those five losses, they couldn't even get over 94 points. At 83 against San Antonio, 90 against the Clippers, 94 against Golden State. You know, like I said, they've lost five in a row. Four of those at home. This is a team that's just in complete disarray. The Suns still have Chris Paul, so arguably, be the best player on the the. Uh, court apologies to Damian lillard um but uh yeah the, i don't see the suns losing two games in a row so i am in agreement ten dollars on
1: the phoenix suns all right i couldn't quite get to a side on this one I, just too many unknowns for me and it just wrecked havoc with everything so i'll lean that way with you but no kiss of death here you guys are free to make some money on the phoenix suns thank you very much panther what else you got
2: uh, we're gonna bet them all. So uh let's take a look at Toronto going to Brooklyn. Don't we'll look now, but Toronto's won four of the last five. They're playing pretty good basketball, pretty really good defense. Hold they held Milwaukee to ninety-three, Washington to ninety, the Knicks to eighty-seven. Um so so they're kind of putting it together here towards the end, and Brooklyn is just one of those teams. I think, I think Vegas people just pay for the name because of who it is. It's Kevin Durant. Um, you know, they got these guys, James Harden and, Everybody's the expectations for Brooklyn is this is a legit NBA contender, and I'm just not there. They're eight and five at home, and they've lost some like they've lost some games that are just kind of inexplicable, right? Losing to Houston, really? So, look, I don't know that Toronto necessarily wins this game, but eight and a half is way too many. I'm putting ten bucks on the Raptors plus those points.
3: I. I don't hate the Raptors for a possible money line play here. I mean, you know, uh <laughs> sorry, I'm stealing your thunder. Who's returning home from a four game. road That's March? the other thing. Who's yep. returning home? <laughs> Listen, man. I mean, Durant left everything on the floor in his last game on Saturday, 51 points. Uh Raptors playing some good fucking basketball right now. Heavy lean
1: on the Raptors. Now Panther, I'm with you. Step for step. I, I think, I think, Toronto has a real chance to win this game. We're getting plus 320. That seems to me to just scream value. So I'm going to money line Toronto. uh, Ten bucks.
2: I like it. I like it. All right. Last game. Golden State going to the Knicks. Warriors played yesterday. And, you know, we kind of questioned that line. It was Indiana actually being, or uh, Warriors only favored, what, four and a half, three and a half, something like that. They won by two Kind of kicked at myself because it smelled. This one doesn't smell as much. Second game of a back to back. They're eight and three on the road. But this Knicks team has lost four of their last five, really struggling on offense to get the triple digits. They're kind of out of rhythm. They're missing Ovi Toppen. RJ Barrett's out. Um just puts too much pressure on Julius Randle. And the thing that really stands out, they basically have just blackballed. Uh, Kemba Walker like he's he's on the roster but I don't know if they're trying to trade him or what they're doing with this guy but he's a no-show the rotation just seems out of sorts they're only five and nine at home so I think the Warriors go in here and take care of business I'm putting 10 bucks on Golden State
3: here's my thing is there was question marks if uh Curry was going to play last night the so now it's a back-to-back situation he is one three-pointer away from breaking Ray Allen's record who do they play on friday the boston celtics so i'm just saying there might be a chance that steph curry does not go on the court. <laughs> uh, i i don't like this line at all i don't i don't like anything about this one i will lean golden state i do think that they should win and maybe cover this one if it's four, four. i i had this at maybe three and a half earlier was, so i don't it know if, it, if the line is ticking back up or something like that so lean on the warriors yeah
1: lean on the warriors here too i even without curry the warriors probably cover the four um i'm just gonna lean that way because i can't i can't make any i can't make any value on this at all
2: all right that's all
3: the association max it's time to go to the ice Oh boy, uh, lots of fucking games in in the nhl today let's start off with this devil's flyers game uh, devils have lost four of five games just a pretty dreadful road team on the season Flyers, of course, return home after a successful road trip that saw them win two of three games. Uh, These teams faced off just last week. Devils came out 3-0, and I think that is how the Devils could get a win today if they do not get into penalty trouble. I think 5-on-5, the Devils' defense is way, way better than the Phillies' lackluster offense. I see value in a plus line on New Jersey today. I'm going to jump on my home team. $10 bet on the Devils.
2: Yeah, I looked at this game. I, I don't like either one of these teams right now, neither one of them are playing very well. And you mentioned the Flyers' inability to score on offense. Uh, a little bit better at home than they are on the road, but um, I, I just really couldn't get to a side. I'm going to lean Philadelphia just because they're at home, but no play for me.
1: Yeah, I'll lean New Jersey with you, Max, but I would like a bigger plus line, honestly. To, to oh, re- me too. To, I, to I to really... had it earlier. I had 110 earlier. Well, where, you know, yeah, okay. <laughs> What else you got? (laughs) All right. uh, Let's
3: let's talk about the Panthers. Uh, I'm going to go from my favorite team to Panthers favorite team. The Vegas Golden Knights heading to Boston, uh, the fourth best offense in the league. That is the Vegas Golden Knights heads to Boston take on the sixth best goaltending in the league in a possible Stanley Cup matchup. But a lot would need to happen in the standings for that to happen. You look at both teams, they are fourth in their respective divisions, making them eighth in their respective conferences right now. Vegas playing some very good hockey as of late. They've won four or five games with Boston, man. They were turning home after a three-game road trip. Do we see, see the same thing in hockey? Are we going to this is the longest road <laughs> trip they've had all season. Are we going to see the same thing in hockey with these guys getting their bills in order and shit like that before they hit the ice? I don't think so. I think Boston wins this one today. I mean, you could argue it's a little chalky against a team like Vegas, but I like it. $10 bet on the Bruins. Yeah, I was looking at that. The
2: long road trip, they had three three games and then come back home. But it was three days ago that they played. Like they've been home. If you don't have your shit in order and smack mama on the ass by now, and I don't know what to tell you, Boston should have everything ready to go. But you know, you nailed it right on the head. Boston's defense—they're winning games four to two, three to two, two to nothing. I mean, they're losing games two to one, three to two. Like it's low scoring. Where Vegas has been lights out on offense. Six, five, seven. I mean, they're putting up goals. I think Vegas puts enough pressure offensively on Boston to sneak out a win here. I like the plus line. So I will bet my Vegas Golden Knights. Well,
1: I feel like you're you're back Panther. You bet the Golden Knights. I feel like they're going to lose. You're, you, yeah, everything. Everything's clicking i'm signing up for you guys just take boston <laughs> just take boston <laughs> <laughs> man at the minus 132 that in my mind you don't want to pay much more than that do you max i mean when it gets to 140 no, no, you gotta, no, you no, gotta no. tap out
3: you, you gotta tap absolutely you're off this game at minus 140 i even said my, minus 135 is where i have it at okay. uh here that's where i bet it at that's my threshold okay. right there i think the, the, anything more than that you, you don't bet this game got one more for you let's talk uh <sighs> the seattle cracking uh heading to san jose to play the sharks um Seattle's lost four or five games. They're three and seven on the road this season. Uh, San Jose, pretty decent team at home coming off of that win over Dallas this weekend. I just don't see them as that big of favorites here. I mean, their offense ranks 23rd in the league in goals scored per game and expected goals for. So that offense, the offense that we see on the ice right now is probably the offense we're going to see from them from here on out. On the other side, Seattle's goaltending has been historically terrible. So I do think that there is some hope for the for it to get better because it certainly can't get any fucking worse out there. <laughs> it's a bit of a you know flyer value play here. $10 bet on the Kraken. Yeah, this is one of those games where you
2: look at it, you kind of have a feel for it, what you think it should be or how it should go, and then you look at the line and go, that doesn't mesh. But but both these teams aren't playing really good hockey right now. Kraken have lost four out of five. The San Jose Sharks have lost three out of their last five. Um, But the thing that stands out to me is how bad Seattle is on the road. They're 3-7-2 away. San Jose's you know better than 500 at home the vegas line is what stands out to me like it seems like it's a little too chalky for san jose which tells me vegas really thinks they're gonna win i don't want to lay that chalk but i think the play is the shark so i'm gonna lean san jose
1: yeah i would lean san jose just because i'm looking at the names of the teams so on like they're playing seattle okay seattle is gonna shit the bed right <laughs> god probably, damn probably. Seattle. take the over six or over five and a half take the over five and a half i think so i think that's a good play uh
3: that's that's it for me on the ice band. And what else you got? I got three more. Let's take a look at Carolina going to your Minnesota wild. Really shocked. You're not on
2: this, but it's a battle of heavyweights right here. Carolina's 12, four and one on the road. Minnesota's 10 and two at home, picking up where they left off last year, being a really good home team. Minnesota, long road uh, road streak here where they played four in a row. Uh, They've lost their last two to L.A. and Vegas. Now they come home, so if we're drinking that Kool-Aid of, you know, regroup, pay the bills, do what you got to do at home. I don't like Minnesota. Carolina's been on the road. This is their fifth straight road game, but they're having a lot of success. It's just too much of a plus line for me to not take Carolina here, so 10 bucks on the Hurricanes.
3: Man, I, this fucking hell of a goddamn matchup, and I I, I do like Carolina with you. I, I think the plus line, um, I have them winning this game outright. But Minnesota at home, it's it's too tough for me to fucking like you know pick a side on this one. I'm gonna lean Carolina with you.
1: I would lean Minnesota at the minus one forty. I think you might be getting a little bit of value on the Wild. Just 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 a smidge.
2: All right, next game for me, we're going to go up north, talk about Toronto, going to Edmonton. Max, remember when we were talking about Edmonton, how good they were on offense? I don't know this team. I don't know who this is. They've scored, what, six goals in their last four games? Five goals in the last four games? Like, this team can't score, can't get out of their way, and they're not stopping anybody from scoring, giving up three, three, four, five, and four in their last five games. All losses. Um, Really, really Trying to have a, I just can't even get behind this Edmonton team. Toronto has been playing basically well all season, but they are pretty good on the road. Seven four and one away from the friendly confines, uh, don't have to eat too much chalk here. So I'm going to put ten dollars on Toronto.
3: I I like that play as well. Uh, some moral support here. I, I I agree with you. Edmonton's just not playing very good hockey right now. I think Toronto is, uh, uh, as it stands right now, the better team. Uh, so yeah uh, i will
1: lean the maple leafs with you mm. <laughs> i i would kind of lean edmonton just a little bit I would, if it got to a little bit bigger plus line i would maybe think about it but at plus 112 it's right there <sighs> the home team yeah yeah i think they can sneak out a surprise
2: uh, one last one for me let's take a look at the columbus blue jackets going up to going up north the uh, Archland going to take on the Vancouver Canucks Vancouver riding an impressive four game winning streak where they have played really good hockey against really good teams even knocking off teams like Boston and Carolina um, thing that stands out to me is the goaltending right they're winning two to one two to one four to nothing they're they're really playing good defense uh, kind of riding the ship a little bit here off of a slow start Columbus isn't that good on the road so uh, look it's a little chalky for this matchup but uh, I'm going to lay the 145 and to put 10 bucks on the canucks
3: um yeah i mean i i like i like columbus in this one uh, it's it's tough though columbus not playing their best of hockey i, I don't i don't think the canucks though can uh, sustain what, what they're doing right now either pretty pretty good pretty good home team uh but i do think that uh the the, the issue with me betting columbus here is just how dreadful they are on the road this year so i'll lean columbus here but i could not bet this one
1: yeah i honestly don't know what to make of this game of oh, jesus it looks like almost a coin flip here so I'll, i would lean columbus here but you, you're probably right panther you probably got it that's all i got for the ice all right we got a couple comments to just blast through real quick iceberg guess what he likes seattle plus one and a half there you go <laughs> Vegas Knights plus one and a half. He likes that as well. And he likes the Blues plus. You like a lot of plus one and a halves there, Iceberg. All right. Oh, why not? Talked about Urban Meyer for some reason. We talked about face masks. We talked about uh, you know, Rams. Are they as bad as we thought? Or Cardinals are as good as we think? And uh, some basketball and hockey, Max. That's it.
3: That is it. Download the DGENS app for Android or iOS and listen to anything but our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at BettingAbsolute, no matter where you listen to Please, highest rating, come subscribe. Download listen every single episode. Panther, take us home.
2: I'll take you home. You guys realize the bye weeks are finally over. We have four weeks of everybody playing, so we're getting down towards the end. Let's get out of here with a Panther parlay. It's all basketball. I like Toronto. I like Golden State. And I like Phoenix. Kind of sucks. I like all the road teams. Mm-hmm. See how that turns out. That'll be today's Panther Parlay. But uh, you guys know what we're doing. Hanging out on Facebook, on Twitter. Give us a shout out by name. We'll shout right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday.
3: What
1: you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's
0: all make some money. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card.